So 2020 has been a rough year. Mm-hmm. I think we can all agree on that one. I mean, maybe you've had an amazing year, and if so, congratulations. But for the rest of us, it's kind of been sucky. So mm-hmm. we're coming up on 2021, and it's going to be the best year ever with our New Year's resolutions. Is that right? That is 100%, 100% correct. Yes. So here we go. Welcome to the Woman Being Podcast community, where we explore thoughts and opinions and have the freedom to change our minds. Without expectation or judgment, we will hold a safe space and support each other as we navigate together in the form of feminine. So I'm here with the beautiful Emma and Kelly Ann. I am Kelly, and we're here today to talk about the new year and the 365 days we have set before us and the new year's resolutions that come along with that so to start us off today new year's resolutions good bad ugly thoughts yeah i mean i think new year's the intention of new year's revolutions (laughs) um resolutions are beautiful i think there are the heart is good i think uh when they start being implemented uh they can obviously fall a little short most of the time for most of us um as well as like with the wrong intention it can be pretty toxic and it can really damage you i think there's something to be said about fresh starts and i think that's great but also like you have a fresh start every day like you know also, there are 12 yeah. months in the year, so you could also say, I have a 12 fresh starts, mm-hmm. you know, throughout the year. Or so, 52. Or 52. I think there are lots of ways you can spin it. I don't think uh, it's good to put pressure on yourself, though, to change everything. Yeah. And be the ultimate human you are designed and called to be uh, just because there's a new year. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, for me, I feel like New Year's resolutions haven't really ever been like a a huge thing um they haven't really been something that I'm like always setting goals for um but I also get the whole they can be pretty toxic and they can be sort of like um there is a lot of pressure at this time of year to to be like okay these are all the ways I'm going to improve myself like I'm evaluating this past year and now I'm going to the new year and I'm gonna change all these things and it's gonna be great and I can get why people have that um that tendency because like it is like a new a new year on the calendar that uh when we are dating things we now are gonna put in a different number at the end and um that is a shift and that is a marker that people like to use to to signify a shift in their own lives as well um, I think that celebrating New Year's is super fun. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, I understand why the people feel that pressure, but I also see how like a lot of times people set really unrealistic goals for their New Year's or they think that they can just like, oh, it's a new year. Now I'm going to just do this. And even though it didn't work at all last year, <laughs> I can do it this year because it's a new year. <laughs> and it's like, oh, that's actually not the way that like true habits are formed and true life changes happen. Um, they're much more gradual than that. So I think it can be a helpful time to set intentions, to reflect back on your past year and um, 
think about uh, all the things that were good, things that were bad, things that, um, and like sort of evaluate yourself and give yourself feedback in that year. But um, yeah, it's not a time where we're going to just transform. You're not butterflies coming out of the <laughs> not metamorphosis. instantly totally new and different. Yeah, yeah. I actually feel like leading into 2020, at least in the Christian space, and I think in a lot of spaces just because 2020 is like, you know, 2020 vision, you know, that sort of thing. It's like it's a it's a big de- – it's a de- the beginning of a decade essentially. Mm-hmm. We're entering the 20s, which is great. But I felt like walking into this year – we set the bar so high mm-hmm. when it came to expectations. This is going to be the year of clarity. This is going to be the year of vision. This is when we're going to, you know, set our sights on, you know, X, Y, and Z. And it's going mm-hmm. to be awesome. And I think it's going to be the best year yet kind of thing. And it literally plummeted after that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> January, February, there was kind of this, like, excitement about the year 2020. And then it just sort of went, yeah, dead. And I think, I think, well, it's good to like look to your year and you have goals and you have like um, hope, mm-hmm. like, like hold on to hope. Mm-hmm. But it seems like every new year gets so hyped that it's just like an inevitability of disappointment every year. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like, oh, the, yeah, it was just sort of another year. Yeah. Like I didn't turn into this superhuman self that I was hyping myself up to you know like and I also think the the narratives around that are a little toxic where it's like hey take your crappy mediocre life and start reading the bible every day so that you can be a superhuman kind of thing and that's a totally great goal reading Mm -hmm. the bible every day I'm not knocking that but it kind of comes with this connotation that like oh you kind of suck so it's a new year do better you know it's like we're not recognizing like First of all, the grace that we need to do that with. And then also, like, the fact that it takes time to cultivate, like, healthy habits Mm -hmm. and, like, to build character and to grow, actually, as a human. Like, Mm -hmm. you can't just, like, become patient and kind overnight. Like, it's a slow, gradual process Mm -hmm. of life. Yeah, I think people kind of want to shelf their humanity at the beginning of the year. And, I mean while everyone was speaking into the beauty of 2020 um it brought a lot of hardships obviously um but i also think it really revealed where we need to do better as a society ways we need to care for each other more ways we need to grow and continue to push for equality in all kinds of spaces um ways practically we need to prepare for things and look ahead um i mean my heart breaks for for all the people that have you know had financial difficulties, lost loved ones, um, businesses that have died due to the ba- the pandemic, and and my heart breaks for that. But I think it also shows like ways we need to be better mm-hmm. um, for everyone's sake, not just the individual. But um, yeah, it's it's always interesting to approach the new year because everyone's always like, this year is gonna be my year. And I feel like that really sets us up for disappointment. I mean, if you reference back to our mental health episode with Ashley, um, she talks about like setting expectations so high sets you up for disappointment because our expectation is level 10,000 and 
you know, everything, it, it's going to fall short. Right. And, and that's okay. That's life. Right. Like, life is still life, and we're doing life with other humans in an imperfect world. Um, so just, yeah, just keeping that in mind as we approach the new year. Yeah, I think that, like, mental health-wise, too, like, people, I'm pretty sure um, most people give up on their New Year's resolutions, like, halfway through January, maybe they make it through February. <laughs> February yeah. um, and honestly, like, those are also some of the saddest times of the year. Mm-hmm. Um, it's cold. Less sunlight. It's winter. People are getting, what is it, seasonal... Depression. Mm-hmm. Seasonal, seasonal affective, affective disorder. disorder. Mm-hmm. Um the holidays are over, so you're off that high of, like, mm-hmm. the holiday season and um, of seeing your family. And this year, if you didn't get to see your family at all during the holidays, then you're just sort of riding in that disappointment. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I I can see how also then on top of that, not having reached this insane goal that you've given yourself of a New Year's resolution um, would would just add on to all of those things that are working against you and your mental health yeah. during that time. Um, Absolutely. And, like, what, we, what we'll do is, um, for example, if your New Year's resolution is, like, I'm going to work out every day for, like, period. I'm going to work out every day. Yeah. For the rest of my life. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> no end date, really. <laughs> or I'll work out every day this year. Yeah. Um, you miss one day. And then that turns into, oh, well, I'm a failure. I missed one day of this. I feel ashamed to try to even start back. I can't even go back to working out because I already missed this one day. So I've already messed it up. I've already failed my New Year's resolution. I'm I'm not worth continuing this. Right. Like, the, it, it spirals. Yeah. And you can, <laughs> like, I think that, New Year's resolutions can be good and helpful, just as any sort of resolution to or goal, um, or goal or, yeah. can be helpful. Um, but when you uh, when when it's something that affects you so much that you you fall into that spiral of sort of just giving up on it the second that you're not perfect at it, or the second that it um, isn't working out the way you thought it was, or you aren't seeing results as quickly as you thought you would, or um, you're just not as good at this yet as you want to be, whatever it is, like you are setting yourself up for failure and you're also um, not allowing yourself to have grace in that process as you are learning a new thing. Um, Learning new things are really hard, especially once you get older, your brain just doesn't learn things as quickly. Um, And and working out can be really hard if you don't see results right away. You're not going to probably. Mm -hmm. It all depends on your body type and your body's not going to look like that other person's body. That's a whole other thing. But. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, I'm really glad you touched on that failure piece because I feel like people do tend to be like really hard on themselves. Like I've made this, I've set this goal. I've made this plan. I've wanting to make this change or whatever. It's, it's almost like it kind of reminds me of almost like recover, like recovery for addiction. Mm-hmm. Like you plan for relapse and you have, you have plans set in place for what to do when that happens. I feel like the same thing needs to be in place when we set goals. And that doesn't necessarily need to be with the new year. Like when it's time in your life, I feel like you know when you have space for something. Um, And you can set plans for when this doesn't work out. Mm -hmm. How are you going to get back on track Mm -hmm. and pursue that better, more ideal situation for your life? There's also like this idea of like 
oh, this is the word for the year, or this is my focus for the year. Mm-hmm. And it also, it sometimes seems like you can have a focus for longer than a year. Mm-hmm. Like you don't necessarily need to like shift every year on something new. Mm-hmm. And like I, I see it in businesses, I see doing this and churches and families and individuals is kind of like, oh, my year or the word for this year is going to be peace or something like that. And so you're mm-hmm. you're focusing on that all year, which is not really enough time to cultivate a long lasting mm-hmm. like discipline in your life necessarily mm-hmm. and I'm not knocking the whole the concept of it I think it's it's a great concept but when it's when it's born out of this is what people do in New Year's instead of a like an individual personal this is something I want for myself in my life mm-hmm. it just becomes like a thing that you like kind of throw out there and it doesn't really land mm-hmm. and so it feels like whether it's a word or a resolution or a goal or whatever, like you need to make sure this is something that you actually want. And it's not just like, oh, I probably could use the pound. So I guess my resolution is to like hit the gym every week. Like you're not really benefiting yourself. Mm-hmm. It's like, are you actually serving the actual goals that you have in your life as a whole human yeah. being? Because like what kind of human do you want to be? Right. And how can those things support you? Exactly. Mm-hmm. It seems like if I want to be like, you know, a five-star athlete, that's not just a year's goal, you mm-hmm. know? Like that's a lifetime decision that I have to like really hone in on and every month like be checking in on myself and like sticking to it. And if it's like you don't like working out and then you randomly come out of the blue like I'm going to hit the gym all the time, like you're not really setting yourself up for success, mm-hmm. you know? It has to be something, you have to find something that you like that achieves the goals that you're wanting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I think that you, when you set a goal that's sort of superficial in that way, um, where its motivation is superficial, meaning that like, it's, oh, well, I would like to lose a couple pounds, end of story, end of uh, motivation, then you're not gonna really be all that motivated and I think that there's, if instead your motivation is, well, I want to, I want to improve my health because I want to be able to be there for my family, because I want to uh, watch my kids and my grandkids grow up, or because I want to be able to grow old with my spouse, or I want to outlive my dog. I don't know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you. Um, are then so much more motivated to go to the gym, to work out, and to find how that works for you because you are motivated by something that is sincere and meaningful to you rather than just, oh, I want to lose a couple pounds. And you've essentially Mm -hmm. set a goal that is achieving a long-term desire. It's not so much like, this year I want to... I don't even know. I'm trying to think of things other than working out because that's yeah. the one that gets all the yeah <laughs> the trash. Uh, like I want to bake every week or like a new thing or something like that. You Which, really ooh. have to work out then. <laughs> I feel like, yeah. Also, like you're gonna have so many ingredients. Right. It was like that's like if let's let's say you're a baker and that's actually mm-hmm. something that you see like as a long term thing that you want for your life. Like yeah, set a short term goal that like helps kickstart that. Mm-hmm. But like if you just like kind of like baking like you're not going to be successful in the things that you're like only superficially motivated to do essentially mm-hmm. um like those long-term like who do I want to be as a person yeah not just like 
oh, I could do better next year. Yeah. And I think that you're really hitting the nail on the head with um, being okay with process. Yeah. Like, you're not going to wake up 2021 and be like, okay, I'm ready to do this every year or every year. I mean, every day or once a week or whatever. It's like you you have to ease into things as a human. Like, that's just how it works. Um, how you develop habits takes time. And you're actually not going to execute things perfectly because we're not robots. We're people <laughs> with emotions mm-hmm. and lives and things happen. And making peace with the fact that there will be process from point A to point B is is going to be part of your success. Yeah. And also, like, you're a woman. And so you're fluctuating in your cycle throughout the month. And yep. you're going to have more energy some days and less energy other days and, like, having grace for yourself in the mm-hmm. midst of that. And, like, even men have fluctuating, depending on your stress levels and mm-hmm. exterior environment. Like, you're not going to be the same every day. Yeah. And so, like, it's unrealistic to assume that, like, oh, I'm just going to pick this up and yeah. be great. And you're not going to produce the same results every day. Yeah. Like, if I had a New Year's resolution to write every day, that would be quite a resolution. But, you know, I could write a chapter one day and barely poop out a few sentences the next day. And that's just going to depend on your creative headspace and what's going on in your life, um, how much energy you have. Um, And so I think there needs to be an acceptance of what that can look like. Like, you're not going to show up to the gym and hit, you know, 100 squats without breaking a sweat every day. Mm. Like, there's going to be a a process. And then there's recovery. Yeah. And I think that's something people don't plan for a lot with the workout space is like you actually have to allow space for your body to rest. And I'd be interested too to hear, I mean, I don't know if there's studies on this or not, but even creatives, like maybe you need to like work your creative muscles, but you also need to let those creative muscles rest Mm -hmm. as well. I would say definitely. Yeah. Your brain, like, yeah, it can be on and it can be off and it's got to have space to do both. can overwork. Yeah. I think even, like, um, one thing I struggle with is I'm a three. Okay. So, like, we're always trying, or maybe not all of us, but as a three, I'm always, there's always something I could be doing better. Mm -hmm. There's always something I should be doing. There's always something I'm not doing enough of. Like, I'm hyper aware of all of those things. And so the idea of the New Year's resolution almost, like, adds an like a whole nother load onto like the load I feel like as humans we all already carry about like not being enough and it's like look at the things that are important in your life you know like are they growing Mm. are you incrementally getting better every day like why throw another like pack of bricks on top of that you know like it's a hard life we're all growing and trying to do like maybe you're like, oh, I'm working out and I'm getting better, but I want to get better faster than sure. Mm-hmm. But, like, let's be realistic about, like, I want to, you know, I don't even know, read all, all – I love reading and I want to read even more books. It's like, well, is that actually benefiting you? Like, are you trying to expedite something or, like – Yeah, mm-hmm. what's the real goal in there? Yeah. Is it just because that sounds like an impressive thing to do? Sure. Because if that's the case, you're probably not going to wind up doing it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I mean, I already touched on this, but if it's something that's truly coming from, like, a core desire that you have, then you're going to be so much more successful with it. Yeah. And, I mean, you say as a three that you have these different um, pressures on you. I feel like um, – 
as a four, I keep seeing these posts lately that are like, um, (laughs) to fours that are like, remember that if you take on a creative endeavor and you aren't great at it from the very start, that's okay. There's a process (laughs) of getting better and you're not the creative genius you think you are right out the box. And I'm like, (laughs) but that makes you think of like, if you're not great at something that's a new resolution, a new goal from the very start, like you, you, you have room to improve. Like you can keep pushing in that. That doesn't mean that you are automatically bad at it. Totally. There are things that people are more inclined towards people, things that people have a more natural skill set or talent towards. Um, But there's also work in that, in cultivating it. Mm. Yeah. Well, I feel like even there's space for um, feeling like you should be going after something, you know, like, oh, it's the new year. I should be doing this. Like, as we're talking, I'm thinking back to if you follow the bird's papaya, she posted this video several months back and it stuck with me. And it was a repost of someone who it's literally shows this woman walking out into the rain and laying down. And it shows this text of like, I have been feeling overwhelmed and anxious. My husband has left me. I'm a single mom of three. I'm working on my master's degree online. I'm trying to keep this family together, like all these things. And then at the very end, she says, how many of you during this video thought a snarky comment about my weight? Because she was an overweight person. And it makes me think of these these concepts we have in our brains of like, oh, you're doing all these things, but you should add this on top of it too. Mm -hmm. And I think there's also this, just this mentality of like, well, this is the most obvious thing that you are like struggling with or should grow in. So you should be focusing on that. But we don't actually take into consideration the holisticness of humans. Like she's a mom, she's going through a divorce. Like she, you know, all these things. And it's like, it's, it's true. Like, we, we make those assumptions about each other and make those assumptions about ourselves. Um, the reality is we're not going to have it all together. Like, there is going to be one section of your life that slips up a little. And that's actually okay. That's part of life. And also making peace with the fact that it might not look the way other people tell you it should look. Yeah, I totally agree. But, I mean, I, I, mean, I think, like, if I were to boil it down, I would say... I'm not knocking New Year's resolutions as a whole, but it seems mm-hmm. like if it's just sort of like a trend, it's not necessarily serving you unless it's something that genuinely is coming out of your heart. Yeah. And so, like, as we look into the new year, mm-hmm. I would say the ma- the major question should be, is my New Year's resolution forcing me to serve it mm. or is it serving me? Mm-hmm. Like, is it, like, helping motivate me into something I genuinely want or am I a slave to, like, a goal that I've just set for myself mm. that I feel like I ought to have? Yeah. That's kind of, like, what I narrow it down to. So that being said, have y'all had resolutions in the past that worked well and not so well? And what were they? I mean, I've made all the popular resolutions. <laughs> Because it's kind of like a Christian culture thing, I feel like. Like, especially with, like, Lent. So it's, like, normal for us to be, like, we should always be looking at what we can get rid of in our lives to be better Christians, more holy, 
focused people. So I've done the no sugar, I've done the working out, I'm all as like a young person, by the way. This is like pre-21. Right, which it feels like when you're like 12, like you don't really need to be worried about a New Year's resolution no. at all. Like you don't need to be worried about like not eating at Lent. Like yeah. you just need to be like growing. Yeah, and worrying about school. <laughs> yeah, like that's your only concern, and trying I feel like, not for a young to explode with emotions. Totally. <laughs> oh. um, yeah, no, most of my resolutions I made as like a teenager – um, but yeah, I've done, I've tried to do no sugar, tried to do read the Bible every day. I tried to work out, um, a couple times a week for the year, which I was already a ballerina. So it was like, I was trying to <laughs> add working out on top of being in a studio three to four, Literally five hours out. a day, which was dumb. I tried to run. Um, gosh, what else? That's all that comes to mind right now. But all of my, I mean... Again, I was a teenager, so I was literally a child, but all of them fell short and I learned pretty quickly, oh, I don't feel good when I actually can't do this ridiculous thing that I've just decided out of nowhere I should do to be a better yeah. person. So for me personally, last, at the beginning of this year, um, or towards the be- end of last year, I decided what can I actually add to my life instead of trying to pull something away to reveal a more holy being? Um, what can I actually uh, add that's going to add value to my life? Mm. And so I decided I was going to do something every day that showed myself that I was kind to myself, that I love myself, and that I'm putting myself first. Um, I was raised by a two. So we, you know, we help, we give away, we do all the things for others. Um, But I really wanted to cultivate like self-advocacy. And so that's, that's what my year looked, has looked like this year. I've, every day I'm like, what can I do to be kind to myself? Or what do I need? Mm. Um, And those things change. Some days it's like, I need to go make a green juice. And then some days it's, I need a Dr. Pepper with my hamburger. <laughs> and and those things are allowed to change. Mm-hmm. Um, some days it's saying yes, and some days it's saying no. You know, some days it's, I'm gonna completely clean the house so I have more emotional space. And some days it's like, I'm gonna sit here in my feels and chill all mm-hmm. day. And I think that's, that's the beauty of adding something like that, that's like a, a practice is I'm actually Mm self-assessing for what I need in the moment, which is forcing me to be present to support myself. Yeah, it was interesting that you brought up Lent because I remember I was a fifth grader Mm. and all of our parents were doing very extreme fasts that year. No TV, no technology. Like me and my friends, no, it was like, like liquid fast for 40 days type of stuff. I would always stress out and, when my mom did those things. <laughs> and and we were like, this is normal. This is what you do when you love God. And so as a fifth grader, I did like one meal a day and the rest liquid for the whole Lent. And I had a friend, she did a full liquid fast the whole time. And I'm like, fifth and sixth graders do not need to be like doing extreme fasting oh. ever. <laughs> Like, maybe, like, wait until you're, like, closer to adulthood Mm -hmm. when you can make those decisions. More developed. Yeah, Yeah. it's just, like, I look back and I'm, like, 
sometimes those sort of give up something for 40 days attitudes feel like super toxic. Yeah. And that it's like, oh, yeah, it doesn't matter what age you are. Like, let your devotion show to the Lord. Yeah. It's like, well, I mean, like, as a, as a fifth grader, I guarantee you. I needed the extra nutrition. (laughs) I was a little person. And it was like... And that also shows, like, my holiness and relationship to God is dependent on what I can do. Or what you, like, like, cut out from your life. And, like, what I can sacrifice and remove. And I think that's a very strange concept is... I mean, it's biblical. But also, like, this idea that, like, I have to pull things away from me in order to be more holy. Create more space for God. It's like God can f- infiltrate all areas of your life. But yes, as I remember as a sixth, in a sixth grade, we gave up like all technology or like all sugar or like something wild. It's like, why? <laughs> <laughs> and I think like, I'm not saying like, I'm not knocking fasting or anything like that for people who are religious and like practice those things. That's great. I'm just mm-hmm. saying like, Looking back, this kind of New Year's resolution along with Lent and sort of this idea of, like, purging things from yourself, it just feels, like, so extreme at some points. Mm-hmm. It's like we actually grow a little more gradually. Anyways, mm-hmm. sorry. That was a little tangent there. No, it's a yeah. good tangent. I mean, I think Lent is pretty different from a New Year's resolution in a lot of ways. Because, it's a lot shorter. Yeah, it's shorter and it has a much different intention. And I think that a lot of people do Lent without realizing what it's about. Right. Um, and not realizing really the significance behind it. They're just like, oh, good opportunity for me to go on a diet. Or like, <laughs> yes, good opportunity for me to like not watch too much TV. And sure. um, that's definitely not the intention behind Lent and I will say that I love fasting I think that it's a really beautiful practice but um, I do too just not when you're in fifth grade no you don't yeah, not, <laughs> when you're, not when you're a child <laughs> yeah I do agree with that I think that children fasting is probably a slippery slippery slope I don't know all the nutrition information behind that but it doesn't seem like that's ideal for a child to do and it's like eating disorders and things like this. Yeah, yeah yeah for sure um mm-hmm. So it is different, but I'm just saying that's, like, kind of the culture. with Well, and it can be treated the same. Right, and it's always kind of, like, cut something out because that's taking you away from Jesus, and it's, like, yeah. we're never necessarily setting our focus on, like, focusing on Jesus, you yeah. know? Like, yeah. And it, I'm not saying it's always that way or whatever, mm-hmm. but in my experience looking back, I'm like, <laughs> I can't believe I did that. Totally, <laughs> yeah. And that's actually, it's that mindset that actually led me to look at what do I actually want to add to my life? Because I was looking around as a child and seeing how many people were stressing about what they could take away from their life and what their Lent commitment was. And I was like, I actually want to see what I can add to my life that actually invites Jesus in instead of being like, I've got to freak out and get rid of something. And I again, I know that the, the intention of Lent is very different from that, but the way I've observed it being practiced led me to be like, I actually just want to do it differently. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> the point is to bring more of Jesus in, not to hyper-focus on one thing. Well, and the New Year's resolution, I feel like, in Christian circles has kind of been, it's like Lent, but for a year, essentially. It's kind of how, like, mm-hmm. that's really how it's sort of been wrapped up, I guess, when it comes to the New Year and the sermons that are talking about New Year's resolutions or a word over your life or whatever for the year is, like, that's kind of like, you know, it's basically just Lent 2.0, mm. in my opinion, in the way that it's presented in the church. But yeah. I mean, I didn't grow up in it, so I feel like I don't 
really have that experience as much. Um, but I can definitely get how, I mean, church is very good at perverting things and <laughs> twisting them. And I, it's all good and well-intended to... or whatever, but but it usually just sort of gets, like, wrapped up in a diet or mm. a, a book reading plan that you can't keep to or whatever. Well, to answer your question from before. Yes, we got a little um, New Year's resolutions. Um, I feel like... <laughs> I actually genuinely don't remember any New Year's resolutions I've had, resolutions that I have had that I didn't do. Um, That's awesome. But I also don't remember many at all. So there's kind of a, I literally remember like two that I've had Mm -hmm. and that was it. Um, So I had one New Year's resolution um, to stop using heat on my hair. And that started like, I think it was New Year's. 2017 like going into 2017 and I haven't since then it's been three almost four years so that was one because I knew that I wanted to start to embrace my natural hair I knew that I was going to be going on the world race later on that year and I wanted to not bring heat tools to the world race like traveling all over the world um and so I switched to a natural hair care routine Um, So that was one that I really loved. Uh, And then I had a New Year's, kind of a New Year's resolution at the beginning of 2020, which was to go through the entire Bible. Um, And I I did that in 90 days with my best friend. Um, And that was also great. Like I sort of ingested the Old Testament like I hadn't really ever before. So many stories stood out that I um, had like overlooked before. Like I've read through the Bible a bunch of times, but like this time was really beautiful especially going through it so quickly I'd never done it quickly like that I was very apprehensive but my best friend was like do this with me and I was like okay (laughs) so um yeah so doing that as well was something that I really enjoyed um I think that maybe to dive into a little bit of why those things were successful as opposed to a lot of new year's resolutions the thing with my hair um was something I had been thinking about for a long time was something that I had been learning about. I had been like watching YouTube videos about like how to take care of curly hair. I had been realizing that I have curly hair and not just frizzy hair because I thought I just had frizzy hair. Um, And realizing like, uh, oh, I really want to make like my missionary work easier (laughs) by not having to bring along all these things. I can't bring a hair curler and a dryer and all these things Mm. in my one backpack I have to take around the world for a year. Um, And so with all those things considered, like I was very motivated to do that. Um, And it's something that's become like just a lifestyle change because that still lasted and I still embrace that part of like the way my hair naturally works. Um, So I think that's why that one worked. And then with reading the Bible in 90 days, um, I think that the fact that I had somebody else with me in it was mm-hmm. very motivating because yeah. I was like, I gotta, I gotta keep up for her. <laughs> like, yeah. So um, that one was a little bit different, but it's also like, I mean, I there, I think there were days that I missed, and then I would catch up and different things like that, and I mean, that was fine. Like I had grace for myself in that. I didn't allow days that I missed reading for whatever reason, like get me down like I just continued on and I think I might have actually finished in like 94 days or Mm -hmm. something but like 
who cares? I still got through it. <laughs> it was like, it's still awesome yeah. like, to get through that in that amount of time. Yeah. So that was, um, I think, why that worked well, too. And I mean, I, I love the Bible and I love reading the Bible. So like, that was helpful as well. But yeah, those are mine. No, that's good. good. I actually think I did do a read the Bible in a year one time. And towards the end, it kind of dissolved. Mm. So it was like, at the end of the year, in reflection, it was like, I, I did it technically. But it wasn't, it wasn't like I was cultivating, a, you know, it was just a goal to mm. me. And so I was just like, speed reading through stuff. Mm. And it, it, for me, didn't yield lots of fruit. Like I still, I think it's beneficial to have an ingestion of any kind of the Bible at any time. So it's that's great. But to me, it wasn't like, oh, wow, like I got a real good refresher on the Bible or, you know, I don't know. It I was like probably 15 or something, but still good. Not a bad, not a bad goal. But um, I had tried that one. I had forgotten about that. Uh, one of my favorite New Year's resolutions that I made was after college, I was really burnt out on reading because it was always required for different classes. It was required in high school for points and things like that. And I love reading, but had felt like just over it. And I wanted to like build back up that love of reading in my life. So I made a goal to read 12 books. Um, This must have been for the year 2019. And I did. I think I read like, ended up reading like 13 or something. Um, and it was like a slow enough goal that it wasn't overwhelming, but it was still enriching. And um, I use a, a, a library app on my phone. And so it has like a, you have like 21 days to read the book until they return it. And so that was motivating for me <laughs> to actually finish the books that I checked out. And by the end of it, like now, two years later, I feel like, oh wow, like I've, I've still kind of kept up that reading and it ne- hasn't necessarily been like 12 books a year or any particular pattern, but I, I enjoy reading and like continue to do it in my life and that's something that I wanted back. And so that for me was the only resolution I've ever done that I've been like, yeah, that was super great and it was just fun. Um, yeah. yeah. One thing that I would want to call out in that one is um, that... I think that we can get caught up in wanting to replicate the goals that other people around us have mm-hmm. um, in order to to be successful or whatever. Right. And like every time that you tell that about like how you read 12 books in a year, that sounds like insurmountable to me. Like <laughs> that sounds like an insane amount of books to read, like to read one book every month. Like I'm such a slow reader and like have such a hard time with that that I'm like, I feel like I could read like six books in a year. <laughs> um, so I I think that that's one thing I want to call out is like when we're making these sort of resolutions or you're making goals, like to not compare how much you do to how much somebody else does right. um, because you, you're you not them. You know, <laughs> like everybody has uh, their unique abilities and skills and talents and specialties and mm-hmm. – and, um, some people are better at getting through books and other people aren't. Or, I mean, even when I did the 90 day Bible plan with my best friend, like she finished before me and like, that was fine. (laughs) So yeah, no, that's good. Like Kelly, for example, probably reads like 
four books a month. (laughs) (laughs) She's like always reading. But like, and I grew up in a family of bookworms where like you just read Mm -hmm. never, never ending. You're always having a book. And so you read like 30 books a year or 50 books a year or whatever. Oh my gosh. Which is great. I think that's amazing. (laughs) I was like 12. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And for someone else, it might be like, I want to read one book this year. (laughs) (laughs) And that's a good goal. And that's a great goal. And depending on the book, like I am reading a certain book right now that I pick it up and I read a couple chapters, I get really triggered and then I have to put it down and process. So like there's, um, you know, it's all depends. I have one of those, but it's actually like you read a few pages. And so for me, it's like I'm dying because I'm on page like 30 and I've been (laughs) reading it for like four months. (laughs) But I think I think what your guys are really naming is the opportunity to just know yourself and be in tune. Like there's this guy that I go to the gym with who uh, his goal is to beat the state record for the heaviest deadlift. And he's about 20 pounds away. Super and cool. he's going to kill it. He's totally going to make that goal. Me, I'm like, I just want to go to Pilates class once a week and CrossFit once a week. I'm good. <laughs> and so you just, you you have that opportunity to know yourself and know what's going to work well for right. you. Um, and if you read that one book in six months, great. Maybe you can read another book and then you've doubled your goal. Like, you know, you can take it as it goes. Yeah. yeah. And I think like that 12 book goal was a goal that served me, you know, mm-hmm. like, I wanted to read more in my life, and I knew I enjoyed reading, but I knew that I needed something that would help motivate me to, like, achieve something that I already wanted, as opposed to, like, oh, well, everyone got to come up with a New Year's resolution, and I guess I could be a better you know, writer, so I better write every day, you know? <laughs> and it's like, is is that actually, like, did I have an actual, like, tangible goal in there, or is it just sort of like, well this is what I'm doing, like, go. Yeah. I don't know. I'm knocking a lot on New Year's resolutions. They're not all bad. It's not a bad thing. It's not all bad. It's the way you implement it. Yeah. I think it's all about your mindset around it. And um, I think also we need to remember we have the freedom to make resolutions any time of the year, which you (laughs) mentioned. Yes, any time of the year. You can do that. I mean, for example, Kelly Ann literally has done that (laughs) and starting in – October, Uh you made a resolution for your 27th year of life. Uh As you turned 26, you would you would do something new every month. Mm -hmm. And that's amazing. And that is a resolution that that you made at a different year marker. That's okay. It doesn't even have to be a year marker. Mm -hmm. So and it's been really fun, too. It's like, okay, like, what do I want? Again, that same mindset of what do I want to add to my life this mm-hmm. year? What do I want to cultivate? I want to cultivate adventure and newness and the concept of learning something without having pressure to be the expert mm-hmm. just for the sake of it. Mm-hmm. And it's been really fun and I'm still going strong. Well, and I think even like you did 90 days, mm-hmm. you can set a resolution. It doesn't have to be a year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and then after that 90 days is up, you can reassess and see if you want to yeah. do something else. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's what I actually, when I set goals for myself, like I did a, um, a workout challenge for myself in January where like for most of January, I worked. I did cardio five times a week, I think was what it was. Ooh. This is, I had a, I had a trainer. I was already working out. So this was like something that was a part of something I was already doing. It wasn't just yeah. like a cold, It wasn't like you were suddenly like, yeah, <laughs> I'm just going to run never every run single before, day. Now I'm going to run every day. <laughs> so I was doing this five times a day, but I only had a goal to do it for that month. Mm-hmm. And like, that was it. 
And then when I was done, I was done. And so I kind of like those shorter term goals as well. Because then you can like decide whether it's a habit that you want to set long term or not, you know, because yeah. I mean, that would not have been sustainable for that long. But it was like a short term like sprint in mm-hmm. my life that I wanted to do. And I've actually yeah. been thinking about doing it again. So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a little Keep New Year's posted. resolution. A new year, uh, a new a month resolution, you know, mm-hmm. those 30 days. Seem- All of that being said, <laughs> now that we've knocked on New Year's resolutions a ton. Do you guys have any New Year's resolutions? <laughs> yeah, I do. <laughs> cool. So um, I guess this is a New Year's resolution. I wasn't really thinking of it that way. This is just conveniently the time that it was going to happen. Um, but uh, myself and also my two roommates are all getting rock club memberships in January. And we're going to start going rock climbing every week. Um we went to, we like very spontaneously went to an outdoor rock wall that's just outside of the city and um, decided, hey, we want to do this more. And so we got some climbing shoes that were on sale at this said same rock club on Black Friday. And now we're going to go. So really the reason we're doing it in January is because we figure there's going to be a sale on memberships because every gym has sales on memberships and it was already close enough. And we knew we weren't going to have time in December to go because it's crazy in December Mm -hmm. because Christmas. So (laughs) that is our New Year's resolution. Um, That's pretty much it. That's great. I love that so much, and I'm obsessed. Um, I don't really have, like, a set-in-stone, solid resolution. Um, I want to continue what I'm doing now, which is trying something new every month. Uh, This month, I've been working on a small little comedy sketch, um, which – the event I was going to perform this comedy sketch at was canceled due to California being in the purple tier, um, which honestly I breathed a sigh of relief. I was like, <laughs> thank God. Um, but I want to I continue trying a new thing every month. Um, I think it's so awesome to cultivate newness in your life. And I want to continue to cultivate learning, which I do through books already, but I actually have an incredible workplace that uh, we have a... Uh, Lydia um, learning subscription, which is now LinkedIn learning. And we also have Linda. a Linda. Is that what you mean? Is it Linda? Linda. I definitely thought it was Lydia. Linda.com? I don't Linda know. Um, yeah. Oh. So, like, you can do like graphic design, you can mm-hmm. do like learn all kinds of um, online professional skills, um, as well as we have a masterclass subscription. Um, so, I want to continue, I want to utilize those resources and learn as much as I can. Um, because those are incredible things that I actually wish I had on my own and considered getting on my own, and now my workplace just happens to have them. So I might, like, do, like, try to do one class a month so I can kind of go at my own pace um, and take some time. But um, I just want to continue to to grow new skills and learn and expand. So, yeah. I don't have any New Year's resolutions. Well, dang. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I have things that I'm continuing to push myself in growing. Mm-hmm. I yeah. work out twice a week. And I've all not always, probably all year. You've probably heard me complain about this all year. I'd really love to start meal planning. <laughs> it's been an uphill battle. So, like, I have things that I'm like, I know that these are things I want to grow in. Mm-hmm. I want to stop 
eating so many hamburgers with Dr. Pepper because I don't have a meal plan for the evening. You know, like there are things like that that I would like to set in place. Mm -hmm. But in terms of like this year, I I think I felt I feel like 2020 was enough. 2020 (laughs) was I got through it. And I'm not necessarily interested in starting anything new. But as life happens and as things happen, like, I'm going to continue to grow. Mm -hmm. I'm working on a screenplay. I'm doing a podcast with my friends that I want to continue to grow Mm -hmm. and cultivate. So I feel like I feel very full in life right now. And I Mm -hmm. feel like the things that I care most about are the things that I'm pressing into. Mm -hmm. And that is enough for me. I think that's a really good point, too. Like, if your life is full, like, don't feel the pressure to continue to add more things for the sake of adding more things. Like, give the energy to the things that you find important and that you care about. If anything, my New Year's resolution should be to, like, take a day off every month. (laughs) Yes. I support that New Year's resolution. (laughs) Like, I should, like, have a rest day. Like, an actual rest day. A dedicated rest day where I don't go to work. Like, your husband can clean the house. Yes. And do all the things. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and I think after after what a year 2020 was, really, as we step into 2021, we should just, everybody give yourself a pat on the back. <laughs> yeah. Don't Take give your breath. neighbors a pat on the back because COVID. Yeah. Don't touch them. Unless but it's three households Unless less. they're within your household or <laughs> an adjacent household that's part of your bubble. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and then resolve to, in 2021... Survive. <laughs> and so you know what? Yeah. You made it. Yeah. yeah. You made it. Good I'm job. Just wa- ride the rest of the wave into 2021. And when things settle, then maybe I will have a new outlook or a new thing. And guess what? I can set that resolution in June. You can. <laughs> you can set it anytime. You can set it as early or as late as you want. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's all according to you, knowing yourself, mm-hmm. knowing what's good for you and what's going to work for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the the beautiful thing about the way that our world works is that every morning is a new morning. Mm -hmm. So there's always a good time to reset. Yeah, Mm -hmm. absolutely. I bless you all as you reflect and um, ruminate on the past year and past years and look forward to the future. Um, You are enough and you are doing awesome. And whether or not you have a New Year's resolution, I wish you all the best. So please follow us at Woman Being Podcast on Instagram. That's a good New Year's resolution, (laughs) is to follow us. It is. (laughs) Don't miss that amazing content. Commit to commenting on every single one of our posts. (laughs) And liking every single one. Yes. That's um, a good news. <laughs> also, give us a review. Leave us a podcast review on all of the sites. Apple yeah. Podcasts, Spotify, Spotify, YouTube. We take it. We'll take it. Yeah. <laughs> um, also, telling us what kind of content you want to see. Yes, yeah. absolutely. We actually recently got a DM about a Woman Crush Wednesday that we're going to be featuring soon. So keep an eye out for a listener-recommended female hero of ours or who has just become ours and um you know like love you lots